Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good morning, Thursday edition. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Well, the cold weather is coming at us, folks, so just get ready. Uh, next week's going to be a rough one. <clears throat> dude number two, Clayton Harris, how are you? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And as always, dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing, man? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And we are delighted to have back with us a uh, regular special guest dude. She's... Uh, well enough to be here at least debbie matthews good morning so good to see y'all happy it's thursday right yes it is the days are rolling on i can't tell what day it is anymore so happy new year everybody it's gonna be a great year it is we're getting a little got a little echo got a little reverb in here somehow everybody's audio we got a lot of folks in the studio so it's hard to find where to mute stuff so people forgive us when you do that there we go i think it's better Right. better now. There we go. All right, we've got some very special guests. Uh, Martin Luther King Day, of course, is coming up on Monday. Uh, his actual birthday was uh, January 15th. So this year, it's the Martin Luther King Day, which is, what, the third or second Monday in January, mm-hmm. uh, it's always celebrated on that day, but not necessarily on the 15th of January. This year, though, his actual birthday falls on Monday, January 15th. And so I guess that makes the Martin Luther King Day a little more special this year. Uh, I've got some folks with us to to talk about it. First of all, Terry Hanna, who is the president of Murray County NAACP. Terry, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. And let's see Bev Hobson, uh, a recently retired nurse with Murray Regional. And after 36 years of service. 36 years. Wow. Wonderful years. Yeah. Wow. is with us, and, and you're the secretary of Murray Assistant County? Assistant secretary. Assistant secretary of Murray County NAACP. Mm-hmm. And just a friend of the station, Tammy Richardson-Robinson, uh, who's also here with us to talk about Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King Day. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. I, I'm going to ask a question here that I'm not trying to trap you into any any place here, but <laughs> who, who here can actually is old enough to remember Dr. Martin Luther King when he was alive. That would be me. <laughs> me as well. Me as well. Okay, so, so Bev and Terry and myself uh, can remember well, Dr. No, I was. I think I was four, right? 68 is when he right. passed. So, yeah, I was four. I don't really remember a lot, but I was alive at least. I was, I was six. I, I do remember. All I remember is my family said King got killed. King got killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was 12 or 13 at the time, which, you know, you, you're, you're a young teenager. It's a very impressionable age. Yeah, I was nine. Yeah. I was, I was nine years old. Yeah. yeah. And, I just got out the military, Dale. Wow. Got out in March. It happened in April. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, I remember that I think everyone, black and white, was somewhat scared. My parents appreciated Dr. King's message, but uh, nobody knew, you know, obviously his message was so powerful it was going to bring social change. It wasn't clear at 
at the time what kind of social change <clears throat> he was going to bring. And it became clear in the years that followed that it was a very positive social change. Uh, but uh, it was frightening to see our leaders, such as Dr. King and Bobby Kennedy, get assassinated. Uh, it was uh, just a very, as a 12 or 13-year-old, I remember it as, as a frightening time. Uh, nobody quite knew where the country was going. Um, Terry, now let's see. You've got some. You guys have got some activities you want to talk about that are going to happen on Monday, correct? Right. Okay. Now, uh, one thing is, it's going to be a little too cold for the march because we was going to march from uh, the courthouse to St. Paul AME Church. Right. And instead of doing that, we're going to start about nine thirty, eight thirty to to nine, getting ready and feeding people at our church. And then we're going to have a program about 10 o'clock. It'll last maybe two and a half hours, you know, with uh, a keynote speaker, uh, Tanya uh, Mason. Mason. And uh, we had her on, on the radio station. She came with, with me one day. One day okay. When, now, this, uh, what church is this going to be now? St. Paul AME. And where what part of town is that located? It's in the west side of the town, and uh, it's on Frasson and Church Street. Friarson Church Street, St. Paul AME Church. Mm-hmm. You're going to start about 8.30 or 9 with a breakfast. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a program to follow. Right. And, and it's I believe, a great church. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It's our church. We think so, too. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I used to go up there with, to hear Mr. Baxter sing. Oh, yes. And he's passed yeah. away. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I've always enjoyed going up there. Mm-hmm. It's really close to my house, so I'm your neighbor. Tammy, you're a member of that church. I'm also a member of the church. Now, who's the who's the keynote speaker? Reverend Tanya Mason. She is the pastor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Bethel Chapel Amy Church. Yeah. Yes. She was here. She was here the last time. Yeah. Yes, she'll be very good. I'm yeah, sure. Good. Oh, so, but you're going to keep it all inside and all warm. Keep, right. Keep everybody warm. <laughs> yes. Now, are there other commemorative events going on uh, here in Southern Middle Tennessee or Columbia, Murray County? I think there's another event going on that evening. I'm not sure. There is an event that evening. Yeah. Friendship. Uh, it's actually going to be at the memorial building. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, what, what is that now about them? There's an event at the memorial building. I can't remember. Let me see if I can pull up the... Okay. We'll figure it out here in just a minute. While she's looking for that, I just wanted to say I was willing to walk in the cold, and I had a little speech to go along with it. I said, Dr. King walked in cold weather, hot weather, and all sorts of weather. If he could have done that for years and years, I can surely do it for a few minutes. And we've actually marched in the cold. It's like every year it's very cold, and we have marched in the cold weather, but it's all worth it. But I'm kind of glad they kind of revamped it. (laughs) Indoors indoors with a nice hot breakfast (laughs) might be nice. <laughs> well, tell me what you tell me what uh, what Dr. King and his legacy mean to you. It means so much to me. Like I said, I can remember when I was six years old and my family just crying out, "King is dead!" They've shot King, and you know we grew up learning about him. My family was uh, pretty active in the community and uh, always knew about him and studied about him. But I think really what impacted me even more was last year I was able to go on the justice journey with the Columbia Peace and Justice initiatives. Right. And oh my God, that was so impactful. I was talking to Terry Sunday and I'm like, this year you better try to go because you're seeing everything. I had been to the Lorraine Motel and I had been to the 
church, Ebenezer Church in Atlanta. I had done all of that, but just going on to those four different places where he marched and where he spoke and what he stood for. I have a lot of quotes that I'm very uh, uh, passionate about, but I think the one that means the most to me is the one that says that uh, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. I love that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love Mm -hmm. can do that. So we just need to find a place of love and to stand for what he stood for Mm -hmm. and not back down. Those are impactful. Yes, that's for sure. What are the four places that you visited? We visited uh, Birmingham, Selma, Montgomery, and um, Tuskegee. Okay. Yes. And do they do that every year? They do it every year. I think that might have last year might have been the third or fourth year, but it was the first time for me. And I hope that I'm able to go back. Maybe not this year, but I do want to go back. Uh, Reverend Trent Ogilvy and uh, Russ, right, from out to Murray Hills Church. Yeah, I love Russ. Yes, yes, yes. It was so. I mean, it was just so. I don't know. Life changing for me. It just drove my desire and my passion to keep moving forward and not give up in the fight. So are you going this year? I may not go this year, but if not, I'll try to go next year. I'm not real sure yet. Yeah, I'll probably go. I've I've been to uh, Selma. Mm -hmm. I went that marched over the bridge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you go over that bridge, you know, that's you feel history. Right. You know, and it's a it's a strange feeling that goes over you if you take your mind back, you know, and going across that bridge and remember what try to remember what those people did and the what they were standing for to get across that bridge and make a stand you know and uh she was talking about the, the quotes and uh i like the quote that he had that he made too and then it was uh said you can't defeat the enemy by becoming the enemy and it's, it's meaning that we all had to be in this together mm-hmm. not fighting against each other so it, you know, it, it's I've been to the Lorraine Hotel, and when you get to the top, if anybody ever been, when you go through all of that history, and then you get to the top, to me, I shed a tear. I shed a tear when I got to the top, right. and I looked out, and I tried to look back and tried to Im- Im- imagine it. And when you're right there at the top, and you're looking over, and you're trying to see which way the bullet came or whatever, it was, it was you know something breathtaking. Yeah. And I took I took uh, a few friends with me too, so you know because they'd never been to it. This is my sec- that was my second time. Wow. If you don't know what they're talking about, uh, there's a civil rights museum in Memphis, Tennessee, that is one of the crown jewels of the state of Tennessee, and it ta- has the Woolworths. Uh, counter set up in there all the things that happen within tennessee and it still has the hotel room set up exactly the way it was when king was shot even the coffee cups everything in the in the hotel room is exactly as it was that day it's truly a great museum that we all need to visit everybody needs to visit. even have the cars that's that that's right yeah mm-hmm. wow and the portion of the hotel looks just like it did i mean it looks like 1960s hotel so. it's a must-see Yep, yeah. it's really good. Wow, that's uh, of course that's in Memphis, Tennessee. It is in Memphis. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's downtown Memphis. Mm-hmm. It's, I guess they used to call it South Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, it is uh, a, a, an historic site it open is. to the public. I'm not sure if it's a a state or federal. Historic I think it's site. a state. I think it's a state. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe it is a state yeah, historic a state. site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, unless and the National Park Service has taken it over. 
yeah, it's maintained as a as an exhibit, a memorial, uh, a place for people. <coughs> All of us. It is. It is one of uh, like Terry has. Right. Yeah. It's a crown jewel of Tennessee. Really is museum wise. And let's see. And and the bridge you're talking about, Terry, is the bridge at Selma in Mm -hmm. Edmund Pettus Bridge. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's. It was a lot of people. You know, I I went. uh, I'm a Mason. I went with the Masons at that time. And the second time I went, I took my wife and I took her nieces and her and her sister. Niece, nephews, and sisters, and that was like they're from up north, and their thoughts of the South is a little bit different. <laughs> and it was like, you know, seeing their eyes, you know, and seeing that, hey, they saying that they thought that this, some of the stuff is still going on now, but you know, it's a, it's a change, and you have to explain that to them, and they they sort of they sort of like. Want to really know and get in depth with the South, with the South, and I took them on the journey to the Polk home, and then out there to, um, out on on that on the National Highway there at that Greenwood place. Cemetery. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I took them to all of that. Yeah, and it was they was like in shock and in in awe. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's uh, let's. I think it's time to take a break here, but let's. Um, Let's do that. Let's come back and let's continue this uh, discussion. discussion about Dr. Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King Day. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because he changed mine. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. 
right, three dudes with a beauty Thursday edition. This is, my name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. This is our last show of the week. Tomorrow morning, this station, this time inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross and friends. And we will be back with you on Monday. We will be open on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, but, but nevertheless, we will celebrate and, rem- and remember uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, as we are doing on this show today. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude back with us, and we are so happy. Debbie Matthews. How oh, you doing? good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh-huh. And hello, Jim. You out there? Oh, uh, Jim. You're, you're, you're muted, Mr. York. Mr. York, are you there? Good morning. There we go. And I, don't, I, I, I look at the people in front of me, and I forget to look up on the on the board. Uh, Mr. Jim York, who is dude number one. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Good morning Mr. York. All right. Got some folks here with us to talk about Martin Luther King Day, what's going on here in Murray County on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, first of all, Tammy Richardson-Robinson. Good morning. Good morning. Terry Hanna, president of Murray County NAACP. Good morning. Good morning. And Bev Hobson, who is the assistant secretary of Murray County NAACP. Good morning, Good Bev. Good morning. All right. Now, Tammy, you said you wanted to give a shout-out to, to Terry as president. Yes, I would. This is my brother in Christ, my church member, and we are just so elated for him in his first year as president of the local chapter of the NAACP, we talk about Dr. King, we talk about other national and statewide figures, but we have a local celebrity right here amongst us. He is doing an amazing job. Not only does he serve uh, the NAACP, but he also serves in the, with the Masons and with the Elks. He is an alumni of Austin P. State University, a football great. So we have greatness amongst us, and I just wanted to recognize him and let us know how much we appreciate him the work that he's doing Beverly in her work as an officer and all of the officers in the local NAACP chapter I'm not an active member yet but I well, do plan on being get one. Get your checkbook out. Yeah. Yes, and Working whatever else it takes. But I did yeah. want to just take a minute and let him know how much we appreciate him and the work that he's doing. Well, thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate thank you. that. Thank you, Terry. All right, let's mention very quickly uh, the activities that are going on. First of all, St. Paul's AME Church. That's mm-hmm. uh, Terry, that's your church. Tell Best me. church in, the, in, in town. There we go. <laughs> Give me the address of St. Paul's again. Four or five Church yeah. Street at the corner of Church, church and, and Friars Street. Street. Corner of Church and Friars Street. Mm-hmm. And starting about 8 30, 9 o'clock Monday morning, there will be a breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. then followed by a uh, a keynote speaker, the Reverend Tanya Mason, Tanya Mason, who mm-hmm. I know, and yeah. she's that ought to be a great program, and it'll all be nice and warm. Yes, yes, uh, yes. yeah, it'll be nice and warm, and so uh, the the march has been canceled to to keep it indoors and keep people yeah, warm. keep people warm. Yes, and then Bev, I think you were telling me about uh, another activity at the Memorial Building on Monday. Right, the Moses Project is going to present a dream gala. It's going to be at the Memorial Building on Monday. Um, January 15th, 5.30 p.m. They are selling tickets. Go online for uh, to purchase a ticket. $75 a person, $1,000 a table. It's going to be fun field. They're going to recognize educators here in Murray County. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And that's a commemorative event for Dr. King. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are there, do you have any more details? That's all the details I have. You can go online, uh, the, the Moses Project, and it will pull up the itinerary for that day. Okay. Oh, wow. That sounds like quite an event. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Miss York, you got questions, thoughts? Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, uh, the question of what does Dr. King's celebration mean to you? Uh, to me, like I said, I got out of the, the military after being in Vietnam for three or four years on March 26th, and April 4th was the assassination. So, you know, it, it brings back memories of what's going on in the country. And I think every year this time I do a reflection and a reevaluation about social issues, uh, political issues, and economic standings of how minorities have achieved over the past decade. And when you think about it, uh, it has been a giant leap because I can remember the days when I would go to, in the South during that time, a Dairy Queen, and I couldn't go to the front window. I had to go to the back window to buy a malt or buy a hamburger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go to the doctor's office, and there was a white waiting room and a colored waiting room. So I can remember those things between the two worlds and look at, yeah, we've made progress, but we still have a long way to go because you have black hate, you have Jewish hate, you have Muslim hate in this country, and this country is changing and people are struggling to deal with the change. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they were struggling doing Dr. King's years of existence. He wanted change for the betterment of the country, and many people couldn't see that change. They looked at it as something bad, something crazy, but they were used to and comfortable in what they did, and they didn't allow for other citizens of this country to partake in the equal justice and liberty for all. Yeah, and his movement was peace. Right. It was He's a peaceful movement. He was, yeah, nonviolent. And, uh, you know, his uh, his speech, everybody knows about his I Have a Dream speech. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you know, that's one of the things that comes up during this time of year and stuff. And uh, my little research was that he wasn't going to say that I dream, uh, I have a dream speech until Mahala Jackson told him to tell them your dream. Tell the story. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that's when he brought, the, brought it out. Mm -hmm. That was the inspiration. It yes, was. Mm -hmm. yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. When well, I reflect back on the uh, Martin Luther King March, I remember from my earliest yeah. years. Go ahead, Ben. I was born in the 50s. Yeah. And uh, when I was a little girl, I always saw the marches. And I said, when I get older, I'm going to march with Martin Luther King. That was one of my dreams. Wow. But, of course, that never happened. I was I was young, seven, eight years old at the time. I was about nine when he passed mm -hmm. away. But it was always one of my dreams to march with Dr. King. So I enjoy having the marches on MLK Day because it takes you back to a place where our forefathers who we stood on their shoulders for freedom yes. it puts us in the remembrance of what they did for us and in turn we have to do it for the youth that we have here in our community my biggest quote is faith is taking that first step even when you don't see the whole staircase mm -hmm. Dr. King was a man of God yes, and he definitely. focused on faith Yes, he focused, so he knew that when he took that first step that the rest of the staircase was actually there. Yeah. Um, I got an opportunity. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Dr. Bernard Lafayette. 
He was so. a um, also an activist. Uh, he was a minister, philosopher. He's still living today, and yeah. he walked with Dr. King. Yeah. He knew him personally, so I called him a couple of days ago just to see what his thoughts were on what's going on in the world today. My question to him was, Dr. Lafayette, what is it, the message, what is the message that we could give, that Dr. King, if he was here today, what is it that we could give to our youth and to the people today? Because we're having to go through things that we went through in the 60s. I I call it a renewal of racism. What is it that we need to do? Uh, Dr. Lafayette is very long-winded, but he did finally come to some conclusions. He said, with everything that's going on today, first you have to ask yourself, when did this condition start? When did you see the the, the renewal of racism and the, how it's publicly displayed and it's okay? He said, you have to identify the problem, first of all. And once you identify the problem, you have to think as King thought. You have to always keep it nonviolent, even though sometimes, you know, we get angry and we do things that are not the norm um, with violence. Keep it nonviolent. He said what we need to do is develop coalitions. Organizations need to get together. Find out what the problem is. Identify yourself. Who are you and what are you trying to, what goal are you trying to achieve? He said for the youth, um, he said to examine how we got here. You have to find a plan, kind of like a, um, I guess, sort of like a root cause analysis. When did this all begin? And for our youth, he said that we need to keep them educated. If you don't know the past, then you will recreate it. And we have to continue to teach them our past so that we will not recreate it in the future. Uh, He said we have to be willing to make a difference and uh, know the errors that we made. He said for the youth, uh, just make them understand, build coalitions, keep them educated. Um, Know what change that you want and know how to make that change happen. Uh, He said most importantly is education for the youth and developing coalitions. Wow. Bev or anybody, uh, what, what? Tell me what you mean by a renewal of racism. Maybe n- not really a renewal, but it is publicly displayed. Um, as we look around and you look at the news, um, the Confederate flag has been in many years a sore spot for the African Americans throughout the country, and. Simply because when you see the skinheads, the clans, um, that's the pl- the flag that they proudly wave. So it's more public now. It's everywhere. It's okay to say things that have been long long time buried that um, it's, it's not acceptable. In order for us to have peace with one another, we got to love one another. Mm-hmm. We have to love one another. Yeah. And that love has, for some reason, gone by the wayside. I feel that Dr. Lafayette was saying that find out the problem. What is the, the cause? What caused this to all of a sudden be okay to display your hate? Yeah. 
for another race, even as much as your hate for someone's sexuality. Okay. Um, well, I, I always like to start here in Murray County. Um, I think we're remarkably blessed. I feel free to disagree with me, but it seems to me that the black community and the white community uh, just don't have the the frictions between us that uh, we may see in other parts of the country. Uh, people seem to work together, to know each other, to accept each other. Uh, and I'm talking about right here in Murray County. I mean, am I am I off track on that? Well, I will say the ones, and by the way, Dr. Lafayette, very interesting person. You guys need to look him up. And he spoke at our banquet, and when he got up there to speak, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Everybody was. Well, I, I could tell by just focus on. He's a him. very thoughtful individual. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, he. But I think you know most of the people that you grow up with, you know, because like the integration kind of helped us a little bit, you know. Right. And me, I got I got a lot of friends here in this town and stuff. And if <laughs> me in this position, if I make a well, something that's maybe controversial. They call me, but we all, you know, we're still all friends. But you know, they have their opinion, and I have my opinion. Right. You know? well, and we're able to disagree and get along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll call me and they'll say, "Hey, Terry, you gonna fall on the sword on this one or anything like that," you know. And I'm cool with it because I'll call them and I say thanks to them too, you know. And I think Murray County as a whole is is coming together. You know, we're uh, as that's as a my race. impression, but yeah. of course, I mean, I'm uh, some white, people so. might see it a little bit different. Well, I mean, I, 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 as I, a whole, I think we've come a long way. I yeah. try to have we, empathy, we still but have I can't. Some roads I can't have your perspective, you right? Know. Right, and having yeah. people in our lives that are able to say, "Hey, I can't see it." How you see it, and one of my best friends, I remember when they did when we did the Black Lives uh, Matter. Uh, March here in Columbia. One of my friends from Hornwall, she came and she brought her daughter uh, and marched with my son and I. And one of the things she always tells me is, I don't know about having to educate my children about how to conduct themselves if they're pulled over by the police. I, I'll never experience that. So if people of other races would could be as open-minded as Becky is to say, I'll never get a chance to experience that. And for me, my personal reflection is just being able to find my voice in this situation and be able to use it, as Bev said, mm-hmm. to help educate our young people and not be under the scrutiny of we're playing the race card right. exactly. or, you know, we're trying to get something started. No, we're just trying to continue on with the things that Dr. King taught us and what he stood for. Do you think Dr. King would be... And this is an honest opinion. I think if Dr. King were alive today, he would be struggling with what he's seeing in a lot of black communities, guys. I think in both, in all communities. He would be really struggling. Uh, Well, absolutely. You know, where I ring in with Dr. King, okay, is my dad was an iron worker. And he worked, I've never seen a man work like this. When they gave Cal Ripken a big award for never missing a ball game, and my dad had worked 55 years without missing a day, and his hands split open, 
and I'm th- I'm looking at him as he's the real hero here. Not this is how I feel about my dad. Okay, but what moved me especially about Memphis was the sanitation workers strike. That here you had these proud men that were working in Memphis, mostly African American men, that were not being treated fairly in the workplace or as individuals mm-hmm. and they had to wear a sandwich board that said I am a man. Right. That to me was where everyone that is a God creation has to be treated with respect for what they are treated and created by. But we all have responsibilities. I, and I, you know I'd really like to see what Dr. Martin Luther King would say today. That's right, because that's, uh, he really he did a great job and to just overcome just the courage of what it took at that time to do what he did was huge. Huge. All right, we still got a long way to go. Yeah. All right. Long talk, we got one more. We got about another 20 minutes to talk about it. We'll be back. Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people, the place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship, beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia, owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist, assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll 
Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. We are talking about Martin Luther King Day coming up this next Monday, the birthday of Martin Luther King. Uh, we are talking about the activities that are going to happen here around Columbia on Martin Luther King Day, as well as the legacy and meaning of uh, Martin Luther King's life, his teachings. Um, and it's been a very interesting discussion. We Several different topics were brought up right before the last break. And I'm going to try to quickly sort of move us through all of them. Clayton Harris, dude number two, how you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. I'm seeing where you got an award at the last mm-hmm. uh, NAACP meeting. Mr. York, congratulations. Thank you, sir. <laughs> all right. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews, how you doing? Good morning. And, Jim, you hadn't bragged about that at all. We had to find it in this pamphlet. Oh. Uh, you don't have your award sitting up behind your head. You need to do that. We'd have been bragging on you. All right. A special guest with us today to talk about Martin Luther King Day. First of all, Terry Hanna, president of Murray County NAACP. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. And uh, Bev Hobson, who is Assistant Secretary, Murray County NAACP. Good morning, Bev. Good morning. She's a 36-year veteran at Murray Regional Hospital as a nurse and uh, newly retired. Congratulations. Yes. She's taking yes. care of a bunch of us and our family members, so we appreciate right. that. Thank you. Yeah. Tammy Richardson-Robinson, who uh, is, is – uh, Right now, she goes to St. Paul uh, AME Church, where a, the a, the NAACP will be holding a Martin Luther King Day celebration next Monday morning, starting with big warm breakfast about eight thirty or nine o'clock, and then oh nuts, I can't I have a keynote speaker, the Reverend Tanya Mason. Tanya Mason, and I know Reverend Mason, and she will be a great keynote yes. speaker. So, is there a fee to get some breakfast on Monday morning? No. No, I'm no. sure you. Sure, you shouldn't be raising money. No, okay. We, there's, not this there, time. There's a donation bucket. I'm sure. If somebody I'm sure wants you'll to. pass the plate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. There and a go. big good breakfast. I hope. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of topics were brought up. We're talking about, uh, and and Bev was sharing with us uh, her conversations with Dr. Bernard Lafayette Jr. Dr. Lafayette. Y'all is uh, earned his BA from American Baptist Theological Seminary in Nashville, his EDM and EDD from Harvard University. Uh, he is a civil rights movement activist, minister, educator, lecturer, and authority on the strategy of nonviolent social change. He has devoted his life thus far to his final marching orders from Dr. Martin Luther King in 1968 to institutionalize and inter internationalize nonviolence. Um, first of all, though, Bev, I want to bring up one of the things he mentioned to you, which has been such, you know, we've, we've had several programs. Tom Price has done them. Um, um, that's our county historian, Joanne mm-hmm. McClellan. Mm-hmm. Uh, central to the thinking of black leadership since emancipation mm-hmm. has been the idea that Education is the door to equality, right. and uh, that's 
that seems to be something that's something Dr. Lafayette brought up in his recent conversations with you, did he not, Bill? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and that would you agree with me that that is still central uh, to the thinking of the leadership of the black community that uh, education is is the real key to definitely. Uh, level the feel and solve all problems uh-huh. get our, get our youth yeah bring them up and educate them on everything in this world that's going on uh-huh. but I'm, I'm 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 gonna say this you know yeah Terry. also also you know when we in in this race because uh, you don't look like us that don't mean that you can't help us so it was it was a few uh, white folks in this movement to also. Oh yeah, want to know absolutely, that, you know, absolutely. You know, it, and it's a it's a nice thing when everybody can come together for a, a cause. No, I, I people of all colors heard Dr. King. There's no doubt. I mean, I'm you know, like I said, I was maybe 13, but I I certainly remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was a powerful. You know, he really was an intelligent person at 25 years old trying to. Run the movement, and get everybody to follow him. Mm-hmm. That's, okay, that's, yeah, he that's graduated amazing. from high school when he was yeah. fifteen years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Ed- education is one mm-hmm. thing. Uh, the other thing, though, nonviolence is what Dr. Lafayette talks about. Now, uh, in here in Murray County, we just were blessed to seem to be able to talk to each other, and we don't have violence, and and that doesn't even seem like it's even underneath the surface anywhere in, in Murray County. But in 2020, uh, we saw angry black people in the streets. Um, how, how does that fit, or where where are those people? You know, uh, that, that certainly doesn't seem to fit in with what Dr. King uh, uh, called for, what Dr. Lafayette calls for. Um, where did, where did we get it wrong? Why is that going on? I feel that we need um, what we call a re-education. Okay. Uh, remembering Dr. King and remembering his dream and his most importantly, nonviolence, peaceful protest. So we have to go back and reach those people um, and teach them about nonviolence and how it actually does make changes happen. Uh, sometimes people react out of anger, right, and fear, and the anger and fear is what causes the violence. So we need to go back and re-educate those people, just like the people, the uh, insurrection at in Washington. Um, fear, a, a big factor, the unknown, and the, I want it here, I want it now. So we have to go back, and not only the African-American community, we all need a re-education on nonviolence, yeah, yeah. peaceful. Right. And it all Let me boils say, down to communication. Go ahead, Ms. York. Let me say this, Dale. The... The movement of Black Lives Matter was about George Floyd, and it happened all over the world. Yeah. There were a few violent movements in Washington and Seattle and Portland and Seattle. But and Nashville. And Nashville. Well, there might have been a few. But when you look at the magnitude of what the message was about the injustice, it wasn't really a violent movement exactly. that that was a small part of what happened all right and, and people need to understand when you say there's a lot of violence of black lives matter there was a small amount of violence even back in the day there was stokely carmichael 
right. Raff Brown mm-hmm. that were also violent. They they preached get your gun and let's let's stop what's going on. Right. But it was a small contingent. And in any movement you're gonna have a small contingent of people that will not be nonviolent. That's just the way human behavior uh participates. Okay. I you know, I'm I'll let you and I hash that out when we're throwing yeah, rocks at each other yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that one. Yeah. But, I but you, uh, let me say this. Can yeah, Terry. You know, I still I taught my my son. He taught his son. I, my daughters also that this we got to get over get past this. Uh, I taught them how to drive the cars with their hands up on the steering wheel when police pull them over. I still to this day driving my driver license out and. I have my registration setting out, so I don't have to read to get nothing. Right. You know, I'm just, I don't know, it's old school, but I just want to make sure everything is on up and up when I get pulled over. Now, Terry, not that I appreciate that maybe your experience has been different, but... I mean, I do the same thing. Right, and because I, 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 I keep my hands We've all out had a run in with a bad cop. I don't, we have. I don't yeah. reach for anything unless I say officer. It's scary, yeah, period. My, yes, it's real scary. You know, but the yeah. thing is, is that we right. don't talk about it. White folks treat talk to their kids about how to pull over with a cop. To, no, that's just a conversation, you know? Yeah. All right. So. Folks, this has been a great show. Thank yes, you, man. Terry. Thank you, Bev. Thank you, Tammy, for coming on. Come back here. Anytime. Thank y'all Thank for having us. We'd love to have you. Enjoyed us. it. All right. Thanks for coming. Hopefully we still Thank we'll you. see you Monday. Monday. Right. Okay.